and welcome to a Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and I am joined by another guest that is not Jack. <laughs> I am joined today by Luke Fairhead. Hey, Luke. Hello. Now, Luke um, does not make tea. However, I've had many a cup of tea with Luke, and mm-hmm. they've always been good. And also, you're a very creative chap, so I feel like we've got a good conversation ahead of us trying to figure out the mystical partnership of tea and the artistic process no pressure (laughs) they're very well linked I think definitely definitely and Luke also um so I saw Luke over Christmas and you sent me uh sent me yeah you did in the post you Mm. sent me some tea of which I am drinking now so you sent me unfortunately across the room one mo you sent me the bird and blend rhubarb and custard tea Ah. (laughs) yeah so you've not had that before then no, I've had You've bird and blend them, tea. Right? I've tr- I've tried a bird and blend tea because they've got so many flavours and they're very very good at their flavours. Mm. Um, but I've not tried this one before. And just from smelling it, they've like, like it's a sweet. It is the candy. They've nailed it, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> you like rhubarb and custard though? I didn't even ask that. I just I just love it so much. I was like, you have to try it. But yeah. I love rhubarb and custard very very much. <laughs> so this is going to be great. What are you drinking? For the um, podcast? I have. I was going to just build, uh, just do a builder's tea, and I was just like, I'm rubbish with caffeine after after midday. So I've gone for a rhubarb and peach London tea, fruity fruity option. But I thought I'd try and go something close to what you're drinking. Nice. Yeah, we can um, see if, if the rhubarb is coming through for both of us then. Yeah. So this is so maybe a little bit of background on Luke first before we launch into too many things. So what what do you do, Luke? <laughs> what do, what don't I do? So yeah, I suppose like my main job job, like boring day job is graphic designer. But what I'm most kind of passionate about is is um, illustration and, and music. They're my two kind of hobbies, side hustles, whatever you like to call it. Yeah. Your passions, definitely. Like passions. I know, I've, I think we've, so Luke actually knows Jack from growing up. However, I think we we became friends through music because we both mm. enjoy music and, and do a lot of music. And um yeah, you're very, very good at music. You should all go and listen to, to Luke's songs. Um, and then also I've seen, because you've been doing some, um, did you paint a skateboard deck recently? That was quite yeah. recent, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've been doing um, more mural kind of stuff with your your art. Yeah, I'm trying to, I really want to get into mural painting because it just, it, well, it is so fun. And it's just, I like the physical element of it as well. You're not stuck behind a desk. So you get to kind of travel to different locations and just do your art on like a bigger scale so mm. yeah I've been really trying to push that and then trying to kind of document it more as well by like filming stuff and try and get a little bit of a YouTube following and stuff like that so just to promote my art and illustration so yeah I tell you what if you yeah. want a nice relaxing time if you're having a bit of a stressful day and you just need to like unwind for a minute make yourself a cup of tea and go and watch one of your your kind of breakdown videos that Luke's done Daphne was transfixed when we watched the one of you doing it for the coffee shop <laughs> She's oh, just that, I think the colours and just like it's just very it's just like because you've got that nice calming voice so it's just like, ah, <laughs> like just gently going along so yeah definitely give that I'll put some links in the description of the podcast so people can go and have a little look so yeah very creative guy and very much enjoys a cup of tea <laughs> I love a cup of tea you know what I've actually been drinking tea since I was drinking out of a bottle that's how much how are you I've kidding me really <laughs> yeah so my mum and dad used to make when they had a tea in the morning, I, I always remember like going and sitting on their bed in the bedroom, like waking them up and being an annoying kid. And I'd always be like, can I have some of that tea? And they were like, no, it's for adults. You don't want to drink tea. 
And I think I must have like pestered them so much that they just started giving me tea in a bottle. But it was like a lot milkier and probably a lot sweeter than the tea that they were having. But it got me kind of hooked from an early age. So I remember people coming around and giving me weird looks like my friends from school. And when I'm just like, do you want a tea? And they're like, what? You drink tea? (laughs) Yeah, you you did it the right way. Get it. Get it young. My nephew, who is, oh, my goodness, Emma, remember the ages? (laughs) of your nephews and nieces I'm gonna I'm gonna say nine yes because he's gonna he very proudly told me last time I saw him that he's going into double digits soon and we were like aha so he's nine at the moment he enjoys a cup of tea where it's I think 50% milk and 50% tea and that is his cup of tea and it's like that's I feel like Daphne's not gonna be far off (laughs) having such things get us started soon Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. so tea's tea's become your go-to drink it's very much part of your life I I was kind of thinking so when sort of thinking about this topic of like the process of making art or like creating something and Mm. then a cup of tea I was thinking there's a lot of different things that are seen as kind of like vices for creative people so you know drinks drink and alcohol uh drink Mm. drink and drugs sorry Uh, Mm. the kind of go-to things that you see and I wonder if maybe tea could fill the void (laughs) for people not wanting to reach for those things because it is (laughs) it gives you in a I I said in the last episode of the podcast for me recently like tea's become such a big thing that it's almost like on par with the satisfaction you get from drinking different wines and different spirits and things Mm. because there's so many once you really get into it there's such different levels of like flavor and and the different ways that the caffeine affects you and and different ways of like pairing it with mood or food or there's like a whole world of it out there and yeah yeah, perhaps there's a (laughs) there's a moment in the sun for tea maybe soon we will have rock stars sat there (laughs) after the epic world tour sat there on the sofa interviewing with the rolling stone with a a nice darjeeling oh yeah and I bet you some of the best albums ever recorded, I bet there was a cup of tea on the go most of the time throughout exactly. that process. Because you'd have to. I know, like, I, I feel like it's very much a writer's vice. I feel like mm. I know, I've heard, like, interviews with different writers. I definitely heard an interview that Philip Pullman did. And, like, a big, it was a podcast interview. And a big chunk of it was him talking about his own blend <laughs> of tea oh, very proudly nice. and how he was, he was going to serve that and they were going to enjoy it. And I saw... um a quote I think from C.S. Lewis uh, he said there's no cup of tea big enough or a book long enough to satisfy me or something like that so very you, you can kind of see that pairing very easily can't you like a writer and then this massive pot of tea on the go and <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah they do go hand in hand yeah mm. I think it's very it's a good daytime yeah like a, a good daytime vice definitely I, I do do like a beer in the evening but like mm. yeah like I think if I'm if I'm kind of doing like yeah when I'm doing like these murals or any any kind of like long painting projects I'll have several tea breaks throughout and it's like a nice opportunity just to kind of stop everything and just yeah yeah for like 10-15 minutes and exactly yeah and it's a different it's a different creates a different atmosphere I guess doesn't it because like yeah don't get me wrong I very much enjoy a glass of wine but it Mm. just keeps you going in a different in a different way and I think you need you need that moment of stopping sometimes like when you get in the thick of a project you need something to pull you away from it which is why I quite like a tea because you have to physically go put the kettle on (laughs) Mm. stop let it brew like it forces you to halt for a minute yeah yeah, you can't you can't just however much like doing some tasks so like I like to have like a flask of tea or something with me if I'm out and about or something like that but 
I almost like I remember at work once they um, swapped the kettle for one of those boilers where you just pull the tap and the hot water comes out straight away. And I kind of begrudged it. <laughs> Takes the magic away. Yeah. It's like the water cooler moment at work, isn't it? It's like mm. the if you don't have the, to wait for the kettle to boil, there's like no excuse to stand around and have five minute break. So yeah, yeah. exactly. I have a vivid memory of me and Charlie, who I do music with, recording at your flat. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. All, we all had a nice cup of tea do, during that. And it was, yeah, yeah. this sort of set the tone. Pizza. Like ago. Oh, my gosh. It's lifetimes, isn't it? Absolute lifetimes. I'm going to see her play tomorrow night. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's playing in Sutton, I think, which yeah, is ages away lounge. from me. But it, it's still like in London. So I'm going to try and yeah. see her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming to London next weekend for my birthday. And oh, Charlie. Brilliant. Charlie will be there <laughs> and oh, Alice. Cool. Oh, it is. Yeah. So I used to live in London. Jack lived in London as well. Luke, you were there. It felt like, I mean, you're still in London. I am. It yeah. felt for me, that was like a, a period of time. And then it's sort of like I've moved into my Norfolk days now. But um, <laughs> you're keeping the London fires burning. Yeah, just about. Are you still in love with the big smoke? I am very much. I'd love mm. to stay here like my whole life. Mm. if I could yeah like it's still I was talking to a friend the other day Steve you know as well mm-hmm. and we we're saying about how novelty never wears off like when you're walking through central and you're like there's Big Ben or like I'm walking across London Bridge and you and you just have all of this amazing stuff on your doorstep and sometimes you go for like months without kind of going into central because you just get lost in your own little bubble and then when you do you're like oh wow yeah this is why why I fell in love with this place and absolutely yeah. That's yeah. it. I don't like, you know, if you're listening, if you've been to London or not, but it has got, there is a certain magic to London that you I've never experienced in anywhere else. And mm. I feel like I, when we moved, I'd, I'd, before I moved, sorry, I almost had become a little bit numb to some things. And now for me going back, it's just, I mean, it's the, the double whammy of just like awesomeness and nostalgia <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as I yeah. go around. And I've remembered, like, I'm so excited to go this weekend because I'm just like, oh, I need to go here. I need to go here. I need to go here because it all becomes my, like, I even just, I remember when I worked at Hamley's, I used to sometimes get the train to Charing Cross instead of getting the tube to Oxford Street and walking down just because I got there early enough that there wouldn't really be anyone else around. And mm. I'd get, unfortunately, not a tea. <laughs> I would get a coffee. I was about to be a children's entertainer for eight hours. So coffee was needed. Yeah. I used yeah. to get a latte from a coffee shop at Charing Cross and then walk. And I'd walk past the lions. And I just, for someone who did not grow up in London, I'd always have that little thrill of like, oh, I'm in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, yeah, it was brilliant. Because it's so iconic as well, isn't it? There's so many things that are from films and TV that you would have grown up watching. And then suddenly you're there. Yeah. And I felt like when I, the, for the year that I wasn't living in London, when I kind of moved back home temporarily, I was watching a lot of like TV stuff that was like based in London. Cause I was like, I felt mm. really homesick for London. So I was just like watching, like binge watching Luther, I think at the time, which was like all based in London. And yes. Weird choice, but. You say yeah, Luther. Another, Luther. Yeah. I love Luther. Yeah. It's a great, That's a great, great Idris Elba. Well, yeah. But it's, yeah. Cause it's got like loads of London like landmarks in it and stuff. I don't, didn't want to watch it just for that, but it did make me feel like really homesick. Like, mm. watching that. Have you tried your rhubarb tea, rhubarb and peach yes. tea yet? I, um, I, I realise normally I do a kind of ceremonious, I shall have my first sip, but I got so chatting yeah, that I drank it and just had a moment then of, oh no, I've missed it. So, Let's yes. go for yours first. What, so what do you it, think? What, I mean, I'll have another one. I can really taste the red bush. I love a red bush tea. 
it works really well. And I think redbush carries fruit really well. So the right. rhubarb and I think the custard, I mean, the ingredients in this says redbush rhubarb pieces, calendula, which I should have looked up. Do you know what a calendula is? No. I might no even idea. be pronouncing it wrong. Don't, and flavour. So okay. that is usually when, when something tastes this close or smells this close to the real deal, it's usually because they've got some flavourings hanging out in there. But verde blend yeah. really well, I always think. Mm. They um plus if you're gonna have a tea that's called rhubarb and custard <laughs> and you want like and that's what you want, it's gonna have to have some of those those cheeky things in it. But I think that mm. works really, really well. I can definitely taste the rhubarb and it says there's no sugar in it, but there's a sweetness for sure. Yeah, there is definitely a sweetness, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. It's 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 crazy listening to you describe because obviously like you you're so knowledgeable about tea now and like how wow. red fish ca- carries the, the the fruity flavors and stuff but it's like I would never have known that so yeah that's pretty well cool. I'm making up as I go along Luke because when I started this <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I literally I because I had we had the fiftieth episode a few few fortnights ago because this comes out every two weeks and. I sat there and I was like, it's just mad thinking back to when I started this, because I literally just thought a cup of tea was basically a cup of tea as we know it. So a builder's, you know, you got your black tea and you got some milk in it. And I all I all yeah. I thought really was that you have great conversations when you have it. And I've just come along this this journey and I feel like every time I talk to someone new, I'm learning something else. And I'm like, where did that come from? So I, um, the episode that came out before this one was uh, about this company who make Georgian tea which is like the country Georgia in Europe mm. and they hand rolled the leaves of mulberry and blueberry bushes to make tea yeah. and I was like what I didn't know anyone was doing that and it's just again yeah. just a mind-blown kind of moment and it's just been that one after the other so yeah a simple red I remember before I started this podcast I'd have a red bush as a oh my gosh I can't have any caffeine right now so I guess I'll have that maybe chuck some milk in and didn't really think about it too much yeah whereas yeah. now yeah there's just there's so much you can do with a red bush tea anyway that's my long way of saying that I don't really know what I'm on about but I'm trying my best <laughs> but I'm just yeah. very grateful for everyone who shared their knowledge with me thus far I think <laughs> yeah well you've definitely soaked it up by the sounds of it so. mm, we're getting um, there so what was what was in your tea you've got rhubarb uh, it's peach peach and rhubarb um and yeah you can taste you can taste both of them actually quite well and they kind of go well together actually mm. I love peach in a tea. It's yeah, it's really fruity and like quite tarty. What's in and the ingredients? Let me grab the box. Hang on, it's just in the kitchen. And because I have my headset, you can still hear me talk. Oh, hey, hello, modern technology. <sighs> it says a uh, rose hips hibiscus uh, rooibos. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, uh, redbush. That's well. Oh, you that would... is redbush. Yeah, that's redbush. Oh, so I mean, I okay. I think the actual pronunciation of it would be like rooiboy, rooiboy. I think it was, but um, everyone kind of colloquially calls it Redbush in the UK. Okay. All right. I always thought they were two different things. And then it's yeah. also got licorice, natural flavour, peach juice, granulates, and rhubarb. So, yeah. Licorice? Similar, I think. Yeah. I can't taste the licorice, to be honest. And licorice is fairly quite a strong flavour, usually, yeah. isn't it? So. Um, licorice normally puts me off a tea I say yeah. this I bet in like a few months time I'd be like oh my gosh licorice is like the best thing that ever happened to tea <laughs> I've done this recently with Darjeeling I did a few episodes where I was like it's just not strong enough I don't like you know I like a punchy tea I like and mm. I do I like a really really strong tea and then recently <laughs> I've taken to having a Darjeeling in the afternoon and because it's very light and it's okay I've realized you just shouldn't put milk in it 
Mm. Every time I put milk in it, it just tastes watery and, and nothingness. And uh, yeah. yeah, without milk, it's delightful. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a whole episode. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah you so should. I was doing it very, very wrong. But yeah, licorice hanging out in there. My goodness. Yeah, this is this is it. If you want to get some for yourself, then if you London can see. London tea. London yeah, I'll tea. put, because um, I usually say what teas we drank in case anyone ever mm. listens and goes, I'd like to drink along. Like a yeah. very gentle drinking game <laughs> is what we play <laughs> on the Pot of Tea podcast. <laughs> All right, no hangover. It's I'm, I'm up with that. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Sometimes a bit of a caffeine come down, but that's about it, really. Have you tried? I don't know if this is technically tea or not, but it's the the cherry, which is the fruit um, of like a coffee, like the, the the sides kind of the waste product from coffee. So the fruit that comes off the coffee bean uh, is like a cherry, and then they make it into a tea. What? Yeah. No. Um, and I when I was like working as a barista a few years back. We had to do this like training at this coffee place called uh, Clemson and Sons. And they were telling us about the process of how to make coffee. And they were like showing us kind of where it comes from. And then, yeah, they basically said, we also have this. I can't remember what it's called now. If it's just called coffee. It's not called coffee fruit. There's a word like I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, um, and it's it's really nice. Yeah, you can kind of boil it into a basically just I think you get it dried and then you kind of put it into a a strainer or something like you would do with tea and just yeah I'm gonna Um, have to look this up is it does it have similar properties to coffee do you think I'm not sure I think it is I think it is like uh it does contain caffeine but I don't think it's anywhere near as intense as coffee Mm. and it yeah it just it's because it's like technically a cherry yeah it's just really nice like fruity kind of cherry flavor but um I didn't know the coffee bean had it makes sense like (laughs) it's the same with like tea I guess it's like oh yeah it's an actual plant there's other things going on other than the leaves but same with coffee beans like I've never actually stopped and thought what else is involved in that plant other than Mm. the bean because that's all I have and actually the bean I see is already roasted I've never seen like a non-roasted one it has it has cherries on it (laughs) yeah it's crazy um yeah there's loads of I don't want to hijack this tea podcast. Why, the, hijack the away, thing. Luke. That's why. But, uh, yeah, there's there's loads of different. I think there's loads of different ways in which they kind of prepare the beans, and some of them they just like leave it out in the sun, and the the fruit just kind of like kind of rots, not rots away, but you know what I mean. It just decomposes, and others extract the fruit and then use that for tea and stuff. So um, yeah, it's it's really interesting process. You'll have to check it out. It's I been a will. while since I found out about all of that, so mm. I would I would not take my word. 100%. I, have a, I look it up and it's like bananas and not <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's funny because I've I would always like if I look at a plant I'd always think of like a fruit being the most desirable commodity on mm. a plant yeah who who discovered that if you let if you take the fruit off and get the little pip inside and mm. roast it and then grind it and then cu- uh, put boiling water over it that you're gonna get yeah coffee, like it's just yeah it's Someone yeah, it's mad when you think about that stuff. Yeah, so I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's that could yeah. be another podcast episode, maybe. Yes. Yeah, so well, you you enjoy a coffee, don't you? I feel like you've drunk. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like coffee. Um, yeah, I I like tea and coffee equally. I don't I don't know. They're both very different drinks, aren't mm. they? I, I quite like a coffee first thing, like very first thing to wake me up. But yes. then tea is like a good thing to like keep on drinking throughout the yeah. day because it's not too. what do you find when you're when you're working on your stuff like your music and your art do you do you tend to reach for other drinks other or other things or do you often go towards like a tea or a coffee as a way to like is there a Um, a common theme with you do you think or do you just go as the mood takes you it's I mean usually I don't yeah if, if it's 
working during the day which a lot of the time it is mm. yeah tea and coffee all the way and I, I mean I don't drink and work anyway I don't yeah that doesn't help at all like I no. feel like that you know when you when you're ready for a drink like you should be working you should be yeah I'm in the same Whereas frame some people of mind aren't like that but, I yeah. can't so especially with music because again like I was saying before like there's an association in my head of like rock stars like having drinks and living this yeah. like real rock and roll lifestyle and anytime I've attempted <laughs> to do music and have alcohol, I'm awful. I'm a terrible musician. <laughs> I physically cannot play a guitar if I've had more than two glasses of wine. Like, I can't. My hands just stop moving. I don't yeah. know how people do it. There's a sweet spot, isn't there? I think yeah. you can, um, like, I can usually play a gig if I've had two pints. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much the limit. And then, yeah, anything over two pints, it'll go downhill. Can't do it. Um, yeah. And it's like, because I'm that person at a party that <laughs> hits that, hits that, you know, you hit that point in an evening. I mean, it's been a while since this has happened. But, like, when you hit that point in the evening and suddenly in the room there's a guitar and you have mm. that moment where you're like, this is my time. I'm going to yeah. pick up that guitar and I'm going to sing and I'm going to play and it's going to be epic. And what comes out is appalling. <laughs> it's just like you know playing one chord over and over like why well, can't I play this song and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it never everyone seems... else thinks it sounds great so yeah fun. because you're all you're all there anyway <laughs> I, yeah and actually same with anything really I think there's been a few times where I've kind of thought myself to be quite romantic and the idea of sitting down and writing and having mm. a glass of wine while I do it and again it's it's like you say it's like out like wine is sends to me the signal that it is time to relax <laughs> mm, <laughs> and switch definitely. off and you don't need to like put your all in anymore and I just yeah it never works for me whereas if I sit down with a cup of tea it's like I'm in business now <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah preparing your body you're like I'm in work mode now let's let's get yeah. going thing. yeah maybe that's part of it like you know how people use mindfulness and I'm sure I mean they did before but I feel like it's more talked about these days about being using mindful and sort of like taking care of your headspace and Mm. stretching and, and breath and things like that to help you do better at, at certain things be it your own mental health or like a task and maybe it's the same with yeah stopping and having a cup of tea it's like it's it's that little stretching it's it's the the yeah. warm-up and then you're ready to go yeah definitely mm. no it's it definitely helps do you so you drink a lot obviously you drink a lot of tea when you're creating it <laughs> <laughs> have you have you been writing much uh, recently? Um... Yeah, I've, I don't know what it is. It's since having Daphne. Oh, I mean, I, I left work as well. So I'm, I'm primarily looking after Daphne at the moment. But yeah. so I've got a bit more like headspace. Not that she doesn't take up my headspace. But I don't know. Something about having her is, is like reignited a lot of creativity in me recently. Oh, so yeah. I've been writing a lot again. And anything that I'm doing work-wise now is to do with music so that's been really great as well so I've like yeah. picking up my guitar loads and yeah but writing's been good I've, I've been completely indulgent with it and I'm just writing a a, a small space opera Luke because space that's opera. What, wow. yeah that's, you know just a little little <laughs> sideline project there but it's it's a fun <laughs> thing to do and it's been nice because again it's it's those those things that require effort and maybe like a little bit of mental flexing tend to make you feel a lot better in the long run mm, and it's been yeah. I I tend to I don't know about you where your most creative point in the day is for me it's the morning so if I manage to get up at like 6 six thirty, and then Jack doesn't need to start work till like nine because he works from home so he can just like start work I've got a nice little window there mm. <laughs> where I can get some stuff done and that's like that that talking about sweet spots that is the sweet spot for me like that's yeah. where the best stuff will happen I find that um with that kind of thing 
I, I, it's annoying. I find if I try and sit down and, and write songs, it just nothing will happen because it's like mm. I'm forcing myself. What happens usually is I'll be working just at my day job, like a lot of the time from home at this very desk. And I have my acoustic right next to me. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be like working on something and randomly like I'll be listening to a song on Spotify or other streaming services are available. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> this um, is not sponsored by Spotify. Yeah. And basically... I'll just get an idea and I'll be like I have to write that down now and then like record it and then it'll just like sit on my phone for god knows how long but it's always like little random or things like when I'm falling asleep I'll be like that's a great melody or oh that would really work and then it's like do I get up and write this down or do I just fall asleep and unfortunately like 70% of the time sleep wins but sometimes I'm like no I have to get up and write that down so that is yeah, the plague a... of creative of, and like and which I think is pretty much I think everybody on the planet is creative in some degree so I think probably yeah, everyone has that thing where you wait and it's just the because it always happens doesn't it it's that little bit just before you're about to start dreaming you're really yeah. comfy and you're like I know if I turn the light on and write this down it's going to take me forever to get back to this point of about to fall asleep mm. but if you fall asleep you won't remember I never remember those ideas it has to be no, I really like massive. I usually email myself. I'll wake up a bit, grab my phone, email it to my own email address and then fall asleep. <laughs> it's probably even more damaging because they tell you not to look at your phone before yeah. going to sleep. But there we are. Plus you're just like adding to your inbox as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I find like having things accessible makes a big difference in making like creative stuff happen so I recently very excitedly now have a wall mount for my guitar so Mm. I've got a little desk in our bedroom that's like my little zone and it's right next to the bureau and it's so great now because it's like I don't have to get it out of a case or even like and it's the smallest of inconveniences but like lift up a catch to pull my guitar I can literally just pull it off the wall boom yeah, done that's what you want isn't it mm. yeah. and it's in sight line as well so you kind of look it keeps it in the back of your subconscious doesn't it and you're like oh yeah, yeah I want to do that later <laughs> well now let's go I've got five I've got literally five minutes but hey you're right there so why not yeah definitely and I feel it's like a really nice way to let off steam like I feel like mm-hmm. most days when I finish work are like sick the first thing I'll do um, is just pick up the guitar and just jam out a few songs just it's like a really nice it's almost like I don't know, not meditation, but it's it's like a weird kind of form of exercise. You just feel a mm. bit looser after you've done it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's good for you. It's it's stretching yeah. those muscles. And I think doing stuff for the joy of it is so important as well, because mm. I think sometimes you can get bogged down. I think this is where I got stuck before. So I've kind of like had peaks and troughs in, in being productive with like music or writing and then big swathes of where it doesn't happen and I think like looking back and reflecting on it a lot of the time it will be when I get bogged down with feeling like it's not achieving Mm. arbitrary goals that no one else has told me that I should have other than something in my own mind (laughs) that says you're supposed to be doing this and then you don't and then then all your satisfaction is coming from meeting that as opposed to just the joy of the reason why you start doing it in the first place is because you love and love it. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is why like, I've really enjoyed this podcast, because this is one of the things that I've done creatively. And I've still to this moment, I just do it because I really like tea. And <laughs> it's been really nice chatting to people. And I will just continue yeah. to do it for those very reasons. Um, if it ever stops, we'll know why then. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh my, she's finally done it. She doesn't like tea anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is it. No, I'm going to be that 80 year old podcaster, like, hello. <laughs> you have to build an extension soon for all of your tea collection. Um, it has yeah. a whole, like, no, it's, it's now 
it was one shelf in the cupboard we've now got two shelves and a small box that Jack's dad made me for Christmas that holds a few teas near the kettle yeah soon it shall be the entire cupboard yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then we're in trouble (laughs) it is good it is a good a good collection what is your so what is your favorite tea Luke my favorite tea Mm. I mean a lot of tea connoisseurs maybe including yourself would probably probably be absolutely ashamed at this but I think just a, a Yorkshire tea that's no that is brilliant. a Yorkshire tea with a little Too bit of right. milk and one yeah. sugar um, yes. it's just that's it for me golden yeah. it's lovely it's a thing you can have anytime yeah any play yeah. well maybe not at like half eight and nine but <laughs> it's a good yeah and no, I, I toyed with having one on the call and I was just like I'm, I'm really tempted but I, I thought I might not sleep tonight I don't know I feel like as well, I get it's like a psychological thing. If I've been drinking caffeine later on, then I'll be like laying in bed going, but I did have that tea earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll just like start to go around. Yeah. And like, I feel I like we've, we've touched upon that quite a bit through this this little chat of just, it is, it's setting the seed, isn't it? And it's, I think yeah. as soon as you have that caffeinated tea, you're saying to your brain, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's yeah, let's yeah. get ready for the day then. Doesn't matter what time it is. And mm. even if it, yeah, even if that caffeine's not doing to your system what, what what it what you think it's doing is the placebo effect isn't it of morning yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here we go I'm the same I can't have caffeine after six really and then yeah but there we go so I think we might wrap things up there Luke but thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to have right. a chat with <laughs> this is this is the the state of affairs at the moment anyone shows the mildest bit of interest in tea and I'm like do you want to come on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> come and chat with me it's been an absolute pleasure oh it's so nice it's lovely to to catch catch up and chat tea yeah 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 definitely um so thanks for listening guys i i did have a a vague idea because i keep now talking about the builders tea episode and i thought okay i'm gonna have to put it after the episode that i've just released about fermented mulberry leaf tea i think it's going to be another fortnight (laughs) it's gonna happen at some point maybe that'll be when i'm 80 (laughs) i'll be like finally we've got here we'll talk about the builder's tea but (laughs) i did a little poll online and i've got all these um opinions on what it actually is and i'm really excited to delve into it but i feel like i'm just talking about it so much now it might not even happen but it will in two weeks yeah prodigal builders episode but yes thank you luke for coming on like i said i'll put some links in the description if you want to check out some of luke's art and music and i'll be back in a fortnight with another tea and a chat toodaloo